Blog Talk Radio. Sharing the love of Christ 24-7. Spirit Soul Radio.
Amen. Thank you for tuning in to SPS Men Listen Live. Here with your host, DeAndre Hill, Spirit Soul Radio Network. I'm excited to be back on the air with you all. And you know what? I got another great broadcast for you. You have just heard Winner's Anthem by Clarita Haddon Jackson. And I'm excited today because we've been spreading the word, and she's joining us on tonight. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to hit your Facebook, your Twitter. You know what? Text somebody. Call somebody. Let them know that host DeAndre is on the air live here on SPSN. Listen live. And she has a special guest. Yes, Clarita Haddon Jackson. And you don't want to miss this great interview. She's going to talk with us about Winner's Anthem, also about her solo project that's coming out and her ministry and everything else. So make sure you also dial in so that you can leave your comments and also ask the questions. That number is 310-982-4274. And for those of you that don't know, and you should know because she's part of the Haddon family, and uh, you should know, but if you don't know, I'm just going to share just a little bit about Clarita. she has, again, the new single, Winner's Anthem, uh, which testifies that we win being Christ's kids. Clarita has not limited herself to just being an incredible vocalist from well-known gospel music family, the Haddons. She has proven that her ability to write, co-produce, and acting is as much a part of her artistic expression as her singing, now often referred to as a singing and preaching machine. First-timers and fans alike boast of her amazing stage presence, admitting publicly that talent like hers only comes once in a lifetime. Compared to Tina Turner, Michael Jackson, she has uh, great attributes that are accompanied by her amazing vocal talent and range. You can also, I just want to share the website real quick, you can also find more information about Clarita on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So we're going to get her on the line, and we're going to give her a big welcome here on the SPSN Listen Live. Hi, Clarita. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing good. I'm hoping that you can hear me. At any time you cannot hear me, let me know. Oh, I can hear you very well. Thank you. Awesome, awesome. I have to say this. It is an honor to have you here in the virtual studio with me on tonight. I'm excited to have you, and I have a lot of questions that I'm sure that our listeners want to know offhand and um, also those that may call in and also ask their questions. But I'm just going to ask real quick, how does it feel to grow up in the Haddon family? (laughs) It's a good question, but I I like to tell, uh, tell it like this. It was very uh, exciting. There was no downtime. There was no quiet time. Um, it was always some noise being made somewhere because everybody sings or plays something. So, um, it, it, of course, we had a lot of church in our lives. We spent a lot of time in church with our parents being pastors. So we grew up being the janitors, the ushers, the junior deacons, the secretaries. I mean, we served <laughs> in every area, the choir members, the praise team. <laughs> we served on everything yes. but the mother's board. So, um, wow. <laughs> you know, it, it, it was it, it was and still continues to be uh, a life of servitude, honestly. 
You know what? I like how you said it's a life of servitude. How was it for you to, um, you know, distinguish your style um, in ministry? Um, because you come from a powerful family, so and, and everyone is different. Everyone is gifted with different talents and gifts that the Lord has placed upon their lives. So how was it for you to, you know, kind of um, scope, or scoped uh, a different type of, you know, the ministry that you have to distinguish yourself from your brother and your sisters and everybody that you grew up under? You know, it was definitely a, a shaky transition because everybody was so used to us. I, I Because I really uh, looked up to my parents, and I still do, and my brothers, you know, so when it was time to do what everybody else does, I knew how to get in line and do that and do it well. And I didn't, I didn't, you know, do it reluctantly. I did it because, you know what, I love ministry, period. I love singing, period. So if it's not exactly what I felt like singing, I still sing it. You know, it may not have been what I thought was me, but I still did it because, like I said, a life of servitude. However, you know, it was a little sticky transition when I started to kind of peek out and add a little streak of color here and, and started singing and writing my songs and sharing them with the family because I started writing my own songs very young. Uh, about eight years old, I started writing my songs, and my songs have never been normal. So, you know, sometimes I would snicker and giggle and go, my gosh, there's something wrong with this kid. She's not normal. Her music is weird, you know. <laughs> but but they, started to, to, they started to give me the opportunity to share what I had. And uh, eventually it kind of rubbed off and everybody started getting it. But at first it was just like, whoa, pump your brakes, sister, you know, you, you're going too far. Um, but eventually, like I said, once once people see that the power of God is still in what you do and it's really not, it's not about the type of demonstration that you have, but it's about making sure that the power of God is, is still intertwined in your demonstration, it makes a big difference. Amen, amen. And on that note, you know, a lot of your fans liken you to the wonderful and magnificent Tina Turner and also Michael Jackson. Because when we listen to your music, we just hear that edge. And I, I love mm. that about Winner's Anthem and also about your single, Help Me, um, which I'll be playing later on in the broadcast. But it has that edge along with the anointing. Um, how would you explain the gospel music that you sing to um, those that have never heard um, Winner's Anthem or Help Me? You said, how would I, how would I share it with them? Yes. How, how would you explain your, how would you explain your music? Because a lot of people um, compare you to Tina Turner. They can compare you to Michael Jackson. So those that have never heard of your music, how would you explain um, your music to them? Well, um, somebody told me like this. They 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 said to me. They said if if I could wrap you up in a couple words, I would I would call you the queen of edgy gospel, and and that's yeah. the best way to say it because the music that I have is it has a, a rock edge, but it, it it has the gospel in it, and and it kind of gives you a pop a popular sound um, that is more a little more secular what the world is used to. Um, and so them saying that I would be the queen of edgy gospel is like this. You know, I like to tell people this. 
the edge that I have is simply because I stand firmly on the word of God where it says to go out to the highways and byways and compel them to come. But when you compel them, you need the gospel, but you also need faith. Now, the gospel is good news. So that makes me the queen of taking gospel news or good news with faith to those that would never come into the four walls of the church. So if I have to explain it, that would be the best way to do it. Amen. Amen to that. Now, I wanted to also ask you, how did you come up with the singles? Um, winner's anthem, Help Me. I know that the Lord placed it in your spirit, but what prompted you to write these these songs, I mean, that really ministered to, even for me, when I was listening to the songs, Winner's Anthem and Help Me, it really touched um, a certain area that I'm going through right now, and it just really ministered to me. So what prompted you to write the words to the songs? Absolutely. Both of them were written out of situations, actually. Um, Help Me was written out of the learning to carry the load of pastoring. A lot of people don't know that um, when my brother Dietrich was pastoring here in Detroit, Michigan, um, my husband and myself were the executive pastors, which means we were assisting under him. And for a few years before that, we assisted under my mother. So when he left, to move on to California, then my husband and I had to move up to the senior pastorship. So we've been pastoring going on four years now. But that first two years was so heavy, the responsibility and learning to carry all of it instead of just part of the weight. Um, I was up one Sunday, and I started crying, Lord, help me hold on to my yes. And I preached a message, Mayday, my yes is under attack. And I felt like, you know, Lord, I take I take this responsibility because you called me to it, but I was not ready to carry the weight. At least I didn't feel like it. So that song literally came from a Sunday morning message, and I was up ministering, and that all those lyrics and things just came into my heart. And by Monday, we were in the studio writing that song. Um, so it was very powerful, and it's still very, very close to my heart, even though it's not the current single anymore. And then when it's anthem came from another moment where we were completing this album, Contagious, and um, we had a few days and we were trying to make our deadline and some things went wrong with the technical stuff and we didn't make it. And so um, I was upset and I was crying and I was talking to the Lord. And I'm like, you know what, this, this, this demon of delay and this failure, I rebuke it. And I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to allow this to be a part of my life. And so I was crying and talking to the Lord. And my husband said, well, you've been telling me, you know, for a week that you feel like we're missing a song. So let's go make it since we missed the deadline. So we went and we wrote this song. And we put all of our heart and everything we were feeling at the moment about missing the deadline into this song. And this is what came out of it, Winner's Anthem. So I pray that it does take everybody to those and get you into those places, those hidden places, those broken places, you know, and it brings deliverance and help and restoration and, you know, to people from those moments that we certainly went through, but God brought us out. Now, you also have um, a production company called Stage Life. Can you explain a little bit more about that and share with that? share about that with our listeners? Sure. Stage Life Productions um, is the company my husband and I started some years back where we produce music for other people. You know, it, it was looking like uh, 
I was having a little trouble of getting accepted in the industry because of my look, you know, and and the music not being normal. So, you know, the major labels were a little weird, a little weary about how they could market that because no one was really doing that as of yet. Because I've been doing this thing, you know, with the color and all that for almost ten years, you know. So for for me to be this this trailblazing person, you know what I say, you know what, God has given us a ministry and we're going to be on stage, but what we'll do, we'll sow into other people's lives and we'll show them how to build their careers. So we started helping other people. We started making music for other artists, you know, and doing it at discounted rates to take care of, you know, the independent artists. So Stage Life Productions kind of came from that and then it turned into our music production company. So that's kind of what Stage Life is. It is now our own imprint label. And uh, God has blessed us to be connected right now and have um, a partnership with Ty Scott Warner Brothers. So God is good to us. You know, even when it looked like it wasn't going to work, God made a way. Now, I love how you said that because, again, like you said, for Winner's Anthem, you know, you rebuked the delays. You rebuked what the enemy was trying to do. I would like you to share with our listening audience, an encouraging word, because I know there's some people that are feeling like, you know what, I'm coming against stumbling blocks. It seems like it's always something. If it's not one thing, it's another. Can you share an encouraging word with them? Absolutely. I want you to be encouraged because, like I said, uh, it's been over, it's been 10 years since I started really pursuing um, music and, and, and trying to, make that mark so that the world would see the gift that God had placed in me. So if it took me 10 years, even, and I know people ask me all the time, you know, how did you, did, did having that last name, why didn't it help you? And it's simply this, God's timing has nothing to do with who you are or where you come from. It's all about God's timing. He says this, the scripture says it just like this. He said, I know the plans I have for you, and they are good and not of evil. And he also knows when the day should come where the world should be exposed to your gift. So you can't rush God. You can't put it onto your calendar. I preached a word on Sunday, and I said to the, to the people, I said, you know, you have in your mind blueprints that match what you dream, but they don't match the capacity of what God has designed for you. So you can't, you can't box God in and say, Lord, do it within this time or do it within this season because he only works in his plan and in his season. So don't be discouraged because it doesn't happen according to your timeline because you're not the almighty God who has all things in his hands. Just know that whenever he says yes, everything will be exposed to the world and it will not be any more delay in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Preach on, preach on. I love it. I love it. You know, I love it when the Lord just takes over and he just, you know, just speaks to that hurting soul, that person that's hurting, that person that's going through, and he just heals them from whatever they're going through or dealing with. I just love it. Now, Clarita, I just recently, not too long ago, went on YouTube and I had to look at your video, um, Help Me, and I love the, the the theme of it. I love the style. I love everything. I love the energy. Um, how did you come up with the concept for the video, Help Me? 
You know, it was a last-minute thing. It was like, you know, we don't have a video to this song. And I called my friend Annette, who is in Atlanta, Georgia, and she drove up, and she came to do this video for me. And within a couple of days, we said, you know what, I know that I wanted to show that I'm crazy, you know, when it comes to clothes. I want people to see something really weird that they would never see in the store. You know, and my mom has a clothing line, uh, J. Ruth Collections. And this is one of those pieces that she had created a few years back, and, and nobody had a chance to see it yet. So I said, Mom, let me wear that crazy outfit, you know, and, and um, just really – we had our building, we already had a band set, we had the background singer that told them, you know, let's make it not look like a church video because we want to win people. And we want to make it look a little retro because the sound of the song has a little bit of that Tina Turner, Ike and Tina kind of situation, you know, going back to yeah. even, um, it may it may offend some people, but if you think about Andre 3000, it kind of had that same type of sound, you know? So I said, let's make a video that gives it that retro feeling, and then it doesn't really feel like church, so it'll catch people's attention. And then once they hear the words, wait a minute, this is a gospel song. And, you know, so <laughs> that was really the concept, and it has really helped um, to get people's attention. And when they learn about uh, who I am and where I come from, it kind of amazes them, make them want to know more about this guy. How can they serve this guy? They can be cool, you know, and, and dress how they dress and be who they are, but then I just teach them that their heart changes. And, you know, it's not, it's not really about the outer appearance because God doesn't look at the outer appearance. He looks at the heart. Amen. He looks at our hearts. Now, Clarita, do you have any upcoming events um coming up and also share with our listening audience how they can get in contact with you and um, through social media. Yes, ma'am. We are working aggressively to uh, lock a tour going, lock down a tour, just waiting on some ink to dry in certain situations. And things. Um, but certainly look uh, on all social media platforms. You'll be able to find me at Clarita Music, C-L-A-R-E-T-A Music very easy, very simple. Um, stay in touch with me. Some things are shifting. Some things are changing. But God is in charge of it all. So stay connected with me and see what God is doing through uh, my heart to be a willing vessel to serve him. And, and I believe that it will help you, in, in, you the listener, uh, to see how God can shift and change things in your life. Because it never has to go according to our plan. It always has to go according to his. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Clarita, for coming on the show and hanging out with me just for a couple of minutes and uh, sharing with us, our listeners, about Winner's Anthem and just being an encouragement to those that are feeling like, you know what, I'm about to give up, but I know that there's someone that's out there listening that, you know, they feel like, I can go on now. I can move forward. You know, I'm not the only one dealing with things. And I just want to, again, thank you so much for coming on the show. Absolutely. I had a great time, and I enjoyed ministering alongside of you. And I thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you for, for playing the song, and I hope someone was encouraged today. Thank you. All right. Have a blessed night. And we're going to play Help Me.